it is the Older Brother Podcast. We're redoing it, the first, though not the first one, the one we did was complete ass. And it's it's one of those 24-hour periods where you gotta you gotta listen to what the world is trying to tell you. Where what was it? Tropic Thunder. You hear that pack? It's the world trying to tell you something. Sometimes I, I do believe it. It's almost evidence for God that that the world tries to tell you something. Like, don't do it. No, no, today is not the day. Today is not the day. And the best expenditure of your time is not what you think you want to do or what you're intending on doing. The best expenditure of your time is going to be what life tells you you're going to do. And, and life has told me, this is kind of one of those things, oh, Life told me I saw God. God said I should lead the world and you should all make me your king. It's not that. But it's been pretty clear to me that life told me I'm going to go hike over in the Calico Basin. I'm going to go do this loop and go climb a mountain. I'm going to enjoy my day. And I'm not... See, because it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Usually when someone listens to the world, quote-unquote, or they see God, or they see an oracle. A spirit tells them, you will go and be king or queen, and you'll be rich. The, the oracle, life told me the complete opposite. I was intending to get some work done. I was intending to produce GDP, to contribute to GDP. I was intending to work. And... My experiences in banking and college in Minnesota, I should have listened. If I had listened earlier, not pushed through, I would have had a If I turned back, I would have had a lot easier life. But this time I listened. Because when I tried to do work, every possible obstacle was thrown in front of me. And, and instead of getting angry, I just went with I'll Go with the flow. What's his name? John Candy. From planes, trains, and automobiles. Go with the flow. Don't fight it. And so I'm not. <clears throat> oh, this morning I tried to. This morning I was like, I had a shitty podcast. I deleted it. Guys, that was complete ass. You get, We had way too many people on the podcast. Way too many. And uh, nobody's fault but my own. Uh, but I, I, I didn't see anyone commit all of a sudden. Everyone was going to show up. They didn't tell me when they are showing up. Way too many cooks in the kitchen. Nobody, if the idea of a talk show is you got the host and you got support. That's it. There's one guy or gal and then, then everybody throws softballs over. That's, that's the format. But everyone was taking the conversation in different directions. So it became ass. This morning I woke up pissed, wasted time, and I said, I'm going to compensate for it. I'm going to compensate for that lost time. I'm going to double my contribution to GDP today. Even last night, <clears throat> still feeling pissed off. I'm like, well, I got some asshole consulting to do. Thank God I did it. Banged out 10 videos. I wasn't even going to get dinner. I said, nope. I'm going to eat out of the fridge. I don't need a break. I don't need to go outside. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to bang out some videos. And because, this is the first hint, ladies and gentlemen, the first hint was... The place I crash at in the Southern Command, my buddy, has the cheapest internet. The internet is super slow upload speeds. Basically, for every minute of video you have, low resolution, it takes three to four minutes to upload. So I had hours. So what I do is I either go to the coffee store or the cigar lounge. Banged out a bunch of videos last night. I said, tomorrow in the morning... As per usual, I will go and get my coffee. And that is where I will upload the videos. <clears throat> because I know the coffee store has good internet. Go to the coffee store. Get my triple espresso and a small cup of coffee. As I do. Everything is working fine. The stars and the moons are aligned. I go outside because you can do that in Vegas. It's warm enough to sit outside in Vegas. Didn't know if you people in Minnesota and Wisconsin knew that, but you could still sit outside in Vegas. <laughs> get myself a nice little chair close to the buildings. So I get good internet access. If 
Five seconds later, what happens? Bum walks off the street, parks his ass on the chair. Or I'm sorry, the table next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right. All I got to do is upload. It's not going to take that long. They got great internet at the coffee store. Then the wind blows my direction. And the guy stinks. I'm like, fuck. Now I got to smell this asshole, this degenerate piece of shit. And so, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll be able up. I'll be out of here. I'm going to enjoy my coffee. This is a minor inconvenience. <clears throat> and I look at the upload speed. And I notice it's not uploading. I'm like, huh. Then I look at the network connection. And there's no internet. <laughs> the bar ain't progressing. I just kind of look. I, I try to connect to another one. No. The internet went down. And now I'm stuck with no upload. With a stinky bum in front of me. With the wind blowing his odor into my nostrils. And I start getting pissed. Really fucking pissed. <clears throat> I say to myself, Alright, we'll try to connect again. Sure enough, the network shows up again. They had to reset it. I'm like, okay. The upload consume, uh, resumes again. And then, because you know, and there's going to be a lot of and thens, and thens, and thens. <clears throat> because this is the world telling me, Aaron, you should not be contributing to GDP. You should be out hiking the Calico Basin. But I wasn't quick enough to pick up on that. So, out comes this pasty white, fat, faggoty fuck of a pussy swipple white liberal who couldn't rush. He was tripping over himself to give this bum a coffee and a donut. He's like, here you go, here you are. And he goes, oh, thanks, man. And in the 30 seconds, if that, it took, my mind was racing through all the possible actions I had about going up to this pasty white swipple fuck and saying, where's my free coffee, you piece of fucking shit? Where's my... Da and, and this bum, he's like, well, I don't like sugar on my donuts. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I couldn't... I could kill two people in half a second. I could do it. I'd be morally okay with it. It'd be fine. And I gotta figure out where I'm going. So the parasite and the liberal have an exchange. I'm looking at this guy and all the economic, political philosophy racing through my superior mind about how you don't feed the raccoons, the raccoons won't support themselves if they come to depend on human. You don't feed the wildlife. And if this guy did not get free donuts and coffee, he might actually become a real supporting man. And don't tell me what percent have mental illnesses and this and that. And should I have any loyalty when people are going to reward losers and I've never taken a hand out in my life? And, and, and. Going uphill. This is the hard part of the hike. <clears throat> Going to climb the mountain, but you got to get to the ridge first, and it's pretty much straight up right off the bat. <clears throat> I'm like, you know what? It's all right. Internet is back. Video is uploading. We're good to go. I'll be out of here. And then I can write a post. Then I can sit on my ass some more. And hit keys on the goddamn keyboard. And think and struggle and strive with my brain. And then... What is it? The sixth or seventh? And then... Oh my god, Tina! Like, like, you know, like these two ditzes. 20 something ditzes. 
sit next to the other chair. So I got stereo stink and teeny bopper like. Oh my god, like Tina. And, and there's nothing else to do. All I do is upload. And I'm not gonna write yet. And I get to smell the bum. I get to hear these girls. And oh my god. The pitch. It was as piercing as a a toddler screaming. Not a baby. You get an infant, their lungs aren't large enough. It's just kind of me. Once those fuckers get lungs. It was nowhere near as painful. And so, I'm trying to ignore them. But you can't. They're right there. And overly loud. Their ears are only two feet away from each other's mouth. They don't have to yell. They don't have to talk. But you see, they want everyone to hear their conversation. That's what they want. They want everybody to know what they're talking about. What Tina is thinking. Damn it. Come on, Claire. Anyway, they're so loud. You don't have a choice but to hear their conversation. I'm unintentionally eavesdropping. Because I might as well put a megaphone up to my ear. And the conversation just doesn't start to make sense. There's still all the, oh my god, Tina. <laughs> like, 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 like. You know, there's that tribe in Africa where they talk with clicks. That's how modern day 20 something American women like, 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 like. All of a sudden, I start listening to the words. And guess what they are? They're teachers. And I'm like, holy shit. You know, I know it. Because you see the empirical data in research papers and the internet and websites. I consciously know the fact, the fact, teachers and education majors are the dumbest majors out there. But it's not until you actually run into it, you know? Not until you actually run into it. And the tone, the mannerisms, and the topic of conversation is so lowbrow, so low IQ. And I'm just starkly reminded that yes, teachers are indeed fucking morons. The majority of teachers are idiots. And then I look, you know, you gotta see what face is on this stupid of a brain. And what do you look like? What what visual tells or signals are there on your face so that should I have the opportunity to breed with someone, I know not to mix my genes with someone that has these physical characteristics, you know, like Down syndrome. And I look, they're not teeny boppers. One is a 50-year-old woman. The other gal's squarely in her 30s. And they're talking like they're Fresno chicks when we were in middle school. And it gets worse, guys. One of them is the supervisor. The fucking principal. The other is one of her teachers. And they were talking work. I thought it was mindless chatter. Which it is. But this is an elementary school. This is an elementary school teacher. And they're talking like they actually have a real job. So, I talked to the other principal. And we said, we're going to roll out this new initiative. And so you go ahead, get that approved. And I kind of steal a glance for what they got on the table. It looks like a coloring book. There's like pictures and cartoons and coloring. And there might be some words on it. That was the documentation. This is what the tax dollars are going for. Two low IQ ditzes were educating your children. You precious fucking children. Oh, I'm almost at the ridge. This is very great one-esque. Hiking. 
except there's no... There's two things missing from this hike that you'll normally hear on the Great Ones podcast when he... A podcast while he hikes. One, wildlife. Ain't no wildlife out here. I don't even see no birds. There's a kid. He's good shape. He's up there on the rocks. The other thing is the great one doesn't hike or exercise. He's never out of breath because he's not really doing exercise. He strolls. He finds the flattest trail there is. And he strolls. Might as well be a bird watcher. <laughs> he's never out of breath. <clears throat> he's always like, Oh, hello there. Hmm, hey. Girl comes by on a bike. Ooh, hey. That's it. It's the only wildlife he's interested in. So, after finding out that these two troglodytes with tits have a government job and they actually think they're smart. <laughs> and I look at the upload. I'm like, fuck it. I got three out of ten videos uploaded. I'm getting raped by the idiots of society. And I concluded I'm not going to do any of this hard work I thought I was going to do. I'm going to go out and hike. I got to fly out tomorrow. And there's a trail I wanted to do. I'm going to go do it. Because when I get back, it's going to be same old, same old, gray, commie socialist fat chick fuck Minnesota. And I might as well get this hike in. The gym can wait. Oh, did I have? Oh, was I going to be a Boy Scout, ladies and gentlemen? I was going to go to the gym. I was going to work out. I was going to sit down and pen a great piece. And now, it's like, no, fuck it. The world doesn't want that. The world wants me to go on this hike. The world wants me. I can see the peak. No, I made it to the, to the rim. The world wants me to go up that mountain right there. That mountain. Oh, what the fuck is this? How kids are yelling. <clears throat> And so I'm on a hike. Oh, and even before that, you know, once, once life tells you what to do, you know, it's never like, yeah, the Lord talks in mysterious ways. Why does he just give you a fucking instruction manual? You know, if there is a God, why does he just say, hey, do this? You know, I appreciate it in the Bible, if you believe that stuff. And, and the Lord came to Noah. Fucking talk to the guy with words. None of this female shit where there's, shit where there's hints. See, that's where God's a dick. Guide me, Lord. Well, he'll hint and suggest, and you won't pick up on the hints. Why? Because you're a fucking guy. That's why English fucking exists. So we have language. In the olden days, the, the biblical characters got a direct line from God. He, he, he'd use words. Hey, Noah, do this. Hey, Abraham, kill your son. Ah, just kidding there. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha. April Fools. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, at least he told you. It was very clear. You see, if there is a God, start to believe it, because this is totally conscious. This could not have been coincidence or statistics. The bum who stank, the two ditzy education majors. Oh, you got the bum end of the deal on that one. Oh, she is out. Holy cow. Just a hiker going by. He had his little daughter in a backpack, and she was out. <laughs> <laughs> she was dead. Dad had to carry all the little, little, maybe year and a half year old tyke. It was cute. You see that a lot. They get extra exercise. But anyway, so in the olden days, hey, come up. Hey, there's the burning bush. Hey, Jesus. Something or other. I forget what the particular story of that one was. <clears throat> How do I get down? There's the trail. Is that the one that goes up to the side? Oh, there's the canyon I gotta get to. 
Maybe the road splits. <laughs> so I started listening. You know, I started imagining God was a girl and he was giving me hints. And the hints were very clear. You're not going to work today. We're going to put as many stinking bums in front of you. We're going to put pussy little swipple liberal pussies in front of you. We're going to slow you the fuck down. We're going to fuck with the upload speed. We're going to turn on and off the internet. And then, instead of cheerleaders with big tits that would normally incentivize you to do great things, Clary, we're going to take two ugly, old, aged, bitchy, perfectly stupid... Oh, here's the trail. Feminist elementary education... And we're going to put them right next to you. Right next to you. And they're going to gab and chat. And then you're going to think it's something intelligent or stupid and you realize, no, they're talking about work. <laughs> and that's where I threw in the towel. That's where I threw in the towel. I said, I hear you, Lord. You want me not to work hard and sacrifice and kill my son, but you want me to go on a hike. And you know what else the Lord said to me? The Lord said, Aaron, on your way out to the Calico Basin, there will be a restaurant called BJ's Brew House. And you will stop there and you will get yourself a pizuki. He said that. He said that to me. As I was walking back from the uh, from the coffee store. And if you don't know what pizuki is, it's uh, basically a big-ass chocolate chip ice, uh, ice uh, cookie. Big-ass uh, chocolate chip cookie. Warm. Warm. Fresh warm. They put the dough in and they barely heat it up. Like a raw steak. And so it's just, just this goo. And they put two big scoops of vanilla ice cream on it. And then they put caramel on it. And then chocolate chips. Little ones. Not those big ones. The little ones that are already, already small enough for you to nibble on. And that was my breakfast. That's what God wanted me to have for fucking breakfast. He said, Aaron, you're going to have a pizuki for breakfast. I said, thank you, Lord. He didn't say it like that. I sensed he wanted me to have a pizuki for breakfast. <clears throat> oh, this looks dangerous. Which way am I going here? Yeah, is this the way to go? No, some idiots just made a separate trail. I'm on a false trail. And then the Lord said I should have a meat lover's pianini. Can I get down this way? That's what he said. He said he wanted me to have that with Tabasco and all the other good shit. Oh, I could walk down here. This is easy. No problem. The great thing about this area of hiking is there's no scree or brush. It's just concrete. You can just walk all over. There's really no real trail. So I had my pianini, meat lovers with the cholesterol and the cheese and the Tabasco sauce. <clears throat> I had myself my pizuki, and I had a Diet Coke. Why'd you have a Diet Coke if you had all that sugar and carbs? And because I want my fucking Diet Coke. Don't point out the hypocrisy to me. The Lord said I should have one. So fuck you. He works in mysterious ways. And then I drove out here. And you know what I'm going to do after my hike? I'm going to get up to the top. Because the sun sets at like 4.30 out here. It is crazy. 5 p.m. Me and Nathan are like, God, I feel like going to bed. Was it 9? It's like, no, it's 5.10. Traffic is just starting. <laughs> and so after my hike, I'm going to go and grab my laptop. I'm going to do a couple more asshole consulting videos because tomorrow i got to take my bus. I wish there will be another podcast as I walk to my bus as I always do. <clears throat> I'm going to go to a cigar lounge. I'm going to use their internet, which is way better. they got super internet at the, at the, at the cigar lounge. I'm going to upload all my videos when I catch up with all my asshole consulting. Here we go. Have a cigar. And then I might go to the gym again. Aaron, why are you going to the gym again if you're hiking up this mountain? Well, let me explain to you Space Marcus, which I tried to do on the Older Brother podcast. But you see, like ballroom dancing, it was like dancing with a loud, fat feminist because no one follows a lead. Everyone wants to be a leader. So, Atham convinces me uh, that I should get a Fitbit. 
And the way he convinced me, <laughs> he says, you get a fit belly. And I don't want it. Why do I, I, I work out. I know I'm in shape. I don't need to get fit. I already got a thing. He says, but yeah, but then you can do competitions. I said, what do I want to do competitions? What, you know, so what? I'll beat everybody. He says, well, you know, I'm, I'm on it. And you could compete against me. And you could p- compete against other people. And he says, but you know who's really good? And he always wins. He says, Marcus. Good old Marcus Brown. I'm like, Marcus, little little midget Marcus, you know, uh, cover of Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Marcus. He says, yeah, he's really good. And I knew Marcus, um, if you follow him on social media, now he was already in good shape. He was already in good shape. <clears throat> there we go. Now we're on the trail. And I was like, but he wasn't much of a cardio guy, because all this Fitbit thing does is, is track steps. And I said, uh, well, yeah, but he, he kind of lifts weights and he does the no cardio thing. Um, hang on, let me get up here. Are you sure he's, he's like, oh, yeah, dude, he, he like totally dominates and kicks people's ass. <clears throat> and the only reason, the sole reason I got this Fitbit was so I could defeat Marcus. It's the only reason I, I got it. Because <laughs> I have quickly found out the only thing for guys, and this is advanced red pill, you guys are still stuck on what are girls like, girls, 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 how do I get girls, how do I ignore girls, I want to be MGTOW and tell girls how much I want to ignore them, I want to get beyond that, I want to go post red pill, and I've started to take some observations from old guys, and you know what old guys do, you know the wisest guys, you know what they do, they just rip on each other, that's it, that's the meaning of life, is to rip on each other. My old man, he uh, retired, I think, for two months, went back to work. Why? Because he 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 didn't need the money. He needed something to do. And what does he do? Him and his other retired buddy, all they do is they pick on the other guys and they pick on each other. That's it. It's a game. It's what he looks forward to. You know, how can I get my buddy? What's his buddy's name? Malcolm or something like that. Some, Some older name. That's it. That's it. And he'll call me. He'll call me. He'll say, oh, man, I got him good. I got him good. Oh, well, what'd you do? <laughs> My old man was saying. And, he, and it's not just relegated to the other old guy. You know, you pick on the younger guys, too. You pick on everybody. You get them. You got to get them. I said, you get a laugh at their expense. And to show you the level, you know, how far they're going to, you know, have this arms race go. My dad says, I was thinking about going to Walmart. They got specials on pacifiers. <laughs> think about leaving a pacifier on each of the sales reps' desks. Just think I should do it. Like, yeah, yeah. That might that might end the fun, good old times between you and your buddy. <laughs> but that's and he, he he drew back from that. But otherwise, they're throwing paper airplanes. They're picking on the new kid. They're picking on the greenhorn. That's it. That's all guys do. I went to, uh, there's a trail. I went golfing over here in Vegas. First time I go golf this round. And when you golf by yourself, you're going faster than anybody else. You and then sure enough, I run into some old guys. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, these old guys. <clears throat> They're not going to hit for shit. I'm going to go too slow. So you want to join us? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to go any faster. I could see another couple golfers ahead of them. And boy, am I glad I got inducted into that Hall of Fame. Because not only did they proceed to kick my ass, because they were superior. These guys lived on the golf course. They are just really good. <laughs> they got drivers like, I only paid 250 for this. Yeah. But he gave me $150 off. I'm like, that was a $400 club? I got my club. You know, I got my driver at Goodwill for four dollars fifty cents. What? What the hell? And then they hit the ball. It's perfect. It's straight. It's going farther than anything else. I'm shucking mine into the woods and into the water. And these guys just proceed to kick my ass. Eighty-one-year-old Navy vet proceeds to kick my ass. That's not the best part. The best part, <clears throat> right off the bat, entered off. I'm Gary. I'm Aaron. Steve? No, Aaron. Mike? I'm like, <laughs> you can always see the smile, because that's what he's living for. 
old men live to get each other. That's it. Once the kids are raised, once you're retired, all that matters is picking on the other guy. Is outdoing them. Giving them shit. Busting their balls. That's all that matters in life. And so, when I kind of realize that, it's, it's automatic. It's natural. It's instinctual. I gotta get Marcus. Oh, I can't let Marcus. Well, Marcus can't be the best. That little short squat, he can't, he can't run. How the hell has he got so many steps? You know, I'm no, I'm no German Shepherd, but I ain't a Chihuahua like Marcus. I can kick that guy's ass. He's the number one guy. I remember running with him one time. He had a, he had a stop after two miles. I could, I could beat him. This is gonna be a cakewalk. Dang it, hang on, got a rock in my shoe. What the hell? I have a rocket in the shoe there. How did that get there? It's to God. <clears throat> so on the sole grounds of beating Marcus Brown, I get a Fitbit. It's not only that I had to spend $200, which is really another rock. Hang on, guys. Hang on. i got to pause this. What the fuck? All right. It wasn't a rock. It was a cactus knife. Not a needle, a knife. Punctured all the way through my sole of my shoes. So I'm playing the athlete. like, yeah, the only way I, reason I'm getting this so I could defeat Marcus. It's the only reason. No one, Marcus can't win. He can't win. There's no way. I was explaining to him this TV anime show called Space Dandy, which is related. And it's a Japanese anime. Same director as Cowboy Bebop. But nowhere near as serious. And I was showing it to my buddy Chaplin, Dave. Episode 1. And the I, I, and I'm trying to explain him to him, you know, okay, look, this isn't a, it's a spoof. They're making fun of all the other epic sagas where, where the villain must get Michael Knight. The villain must get James Bond. And it starts right off with that. The bad guy's there in his galactic spaceship. And he's like, Krill, he's got an assistant, Krill. Krill, we must get space dandy. Da, da, da. And he goes on this long monologue. And... Chaplin Dave asked, he's like, wait, are we, is this the first episode? I'm like, yeah, this is the first episode. He's like, what, why, why does he want to go after Space Dandy? And I, I said, oh, I don't know. He's like, don't you find out through the show? I'm like, no, that's the whole thing. You don't know why, he's just got to get Space Dandy. He's like, well, did he do something to him? I'm like, no, we don't know what he did. Space Dandy doesn't even know this guy exists. <laughs> and, you know, his assistant, sir, wouldn't it be, is there silence? We must get space dandy. It has been my life, my mission. Oh, curse you, space dandy. I will get you. And so we start calling Marcus Space Marcus because an anthem says, Oh, dude, you have no idea. He kicks everyone's ass. Which only makes it more. Which, oh, now I really got to get space Marcus. Oh, I got to kick that kid's ass. Now I really, don't tell me I can't do it. Don't tell me. Oh, my God. And so, uh, we went, we got the Fitbit, very next day, uh, you know, I got to log in, you got to get the app, and there you, there you see Marcus, there you see him, he's got, he's ahead, not only is he ahead, he's got like quadruple the score as the second place guy, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get space Marcus, I'm going to kick that kid's ass, Wait to, you know, and just like the evil villain, he's about to unleash his new secret. Ha ha ha! Little do you know, Space Dandy, I have the new Super Ray. And, and I was going to do the Golden Spike hike at seven and a half miles. And fair, even at disadvantage, I'm even handicapping myself for this no good Marcus bastard. There's a, there's a vertical, there's a 1300 foot elevation change. And it's rocks and climbing and rappelling. Marcus, he's on, he's in Illinois. He's in Chicago. 
That's flatter than my seventh grade girlfriend. He ain't got no stairs to climb. And it shows you how many stairs you climb. And he climbed none because he's in Chicago. Unless he was going to climb skyscrapers. So, you go down this canyon. There ain't no cell phone reception. And I did the math. Marcus was at 14,000. I entered the canyon at five. By the time I get down to the canyon, I'm already at 12. I'm like, oh, I'm going to blow this little shit out of the water. I'm going to get space, Marcus. And at the bottom, you can see, you get, you get cell phone reception at the Colorado River. Because the Hoover Dam is just up the block. And I check in on the stats. I'm gaining on Marcus. I'm going to blow him out of the water. We turn around, head back up, make record time, get back to cell phone. I got 22,000 steps. That little son of a bitch market has 24,000. Curse you, space markets! And just how the hell? And then Anthem proceeds to tell me, like, yeah, man, he, you know, it'll be 3 a.m. Because Anthem is over on the West Coast. He's on Pacific time. And so Anthem will be working out till 11 or even midnight. I'll be like, Marcus is still working out. It's like 2 or 3 a.m. over there. It's like, well, how we... So we're starting to wonder, is Marcus cheating? Which he, he wouldn't be the type. Marcus Brown's an honest man. He would never cheat at that. He's legit. But by God, if he took one more step, I'd be thinking like, yeah, he is cheating. Like, he is taking this shit seriously. He is proving a worthy, worthy adversary. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I got to go back to the drawing board with my evil villainous ways and stroke my villain beard. Hmm. How do we defeat Space Marcus? And it's almost like he knew. Because you get a notification if you get passed up or if you go up in the rankings. You're like, oh, hey, look, I, you know, I'm first place. <laughs> Not to brag. I think there's 10 people on the competition. I get down to the Colorado River. Ding, 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 ding. You have passed Bob. You have passed Sheila. You got this trophy. You got this award. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did I beat, did I beat Marcus? And I guarantee you, he got a notification that I passed him. I'm thinking like, I did 10 miles today. Up a train. He ain't going to counter that. He ain't got it in. It's night. It's 9 p.m. over in Chicago. There's no way he's going to beat me. He's, he's in for the night. I can't remember what we did. I think we all went for dinner or something like that. I come back. That son of a bitch has like 8,000 steps on me. Like, what the hell? How the hell? What is he doing? So now, now it's personal. This isn't just some walk through the park. It's war. It's war with Space Marcus now. And that's what God said. You must defeat Space Marcus. You must defeat him. You cannot, for the, for the honor of the tribe of Clary, of which there really is no tribe, it's a dying clan. You must defeat Marcus. <clears throat> and so, last night, or yesterday, I went golfing. 18 holes. Only managed to do 12 because they overbooked the greens. <clears throat> and the sun goes down at 4.30. It's like... 3.45, it's already dusk. I'm like, God darn it. So I just skipped home, went home. Prepared for a shitty older brother podcast. And I was pretty far ahead. Pretty far ahead. 8,000 steps. I go to bed, wake up. My lead's down to 2,000. Son of a bitch doesn't sleep. And so, whereas I was going to write... A piece that would solve poverty. I was going to tell the secret on how to end poverty. It's more important that I defeat space markets. Fuck the world. Fuck the poor. Fuck the sick. Fuck the starving. Fuck the children. All that matters is defeating space markets. And, and it dawned on me, like, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Do I want to go look at a boring-ass gym? Do I want to lift heavy metal plates? 
or do I want to go on a hike? Oh, the trail's over here. What am I doing? Or do I want to go on a hike, enjoy the mountains, enjoy the warmth, and in the process, defeat Space Marcus? I don't know how that cell phone reception. I could check. Let me see. This isn't the trail. Hang on. Nope, no cell phone reception. Hang on. <clears throat> you know what? I might have missed the trail. Because there is no trail here. I'm not going to... It's a trail that's supposed to go up the mountain. And I don't see. I'm in a wash right now. There's Turtle Peak. I'll probably scramble up that thing. Oh, that'd be a hell of a hike. Hang on, let's go over here. How many steps do I got? Let's see how many steps do we got. 146 resting rate. 7,000 steps. I will catch you, Space Marcus. And so that's it. That's Space Market. Uh, the Older Brother Podcast is brought to you by a bunch of sponsors that I've been too busy running around having fun and really owe them a lot of advertising. So let's talk about them, shall we? Academiccomposition.com. You guys know the drill. If you want someone to write your papers for you or you want to write people's papers and get paid for it because you got nothing else to do, you want to work from a nice warm beach in Thailand or you don't want to do marketing, all jobs are boring, but they pay, and you can do them location independently. Contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. Arrowheadwatchboxes.com. Plural. Boxes. So what is a watch box, yeah? Yeah, if you got a lot of watches, it's a nice, nice watch box. Nice woodwork. Velvet interior. And little pillows. I was like, what the hell are the pillows for? Then my girlfriend grabbed all of her watches. Uh, four or five of them, only one of which that works. And it's supposed to go in the band to keep them fluffy and puffed up. You say, oh. Yeah, we're going back up. Oh, geez, where am I? You know, how look, that's a nice little display case. Uh, I won't lie to you, I, I only have one watch, and I rarely wear it. Um, but if you have watches, this would be more for like a Rolex guy, or, um, not Timex. What is, what are the fancy ones? Omega? You know, those guys in the 40s and 50s, I've always wanted a Rolex watch. What the fuck do you want a Rolex watch for? There's perfectly good watches that look fine and don't cost four years of tuition. I must have one. What's the other one? Bearing? Sedna? Or Br Br Breitart? Oh, yeah, I'm at the end of the trail. I missed it. I missed the spur. Where did this go? God darn it. I guess I could just bushwhack it to the top. Do I want to do that? I'd have to set the phone down. Ah, there's scree. You know what? Maybe. Eh, do I want to? Now nah, we'll go back down. Get a better angle on this. Hang on, let me take a look at the image. Took a picture of the map. I must have overshot it. Where the hell is it? Alright, here's the pictures. How far did I miss this by? Okay, there's the pass. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I missed it. There's a basin. Wait, no. Did I? Did I get the wrong map? There's the pass. Well, son of a gun. I think... Darn it. Come up through there. There's the parking space. And I walked up. Yeah, that's right. That goes around that. 
Oh, that's the... Okay, that's the problem. Never mind. Read the map wrong. I am going to have to bushwhack it. Oh. <clears throat> All right, so uh, anyway, if, you want, if you've got some watches, you want to store them appropriately and display them. It's got like a glass cover so you can see your watches. Um, Arrowhead Watch Boxes. Dot com. Check that out there. <clears throat> what else we got? We got Orion'sColdFire.com. If you're sick and tired of reading politics and you want to just take a break and look at some nice pretty pictures from a photographer, please do that. He also writes politics, but I don't go to his site for that. I go there to just decompress and enjoy the decline. Um, Ridge Wallet. Ridge Wallet. That's the other one. Ridge Wallet. You guys are looking for a great Christmas gift. All right, here's a card. This is... I guess I'm on the right way. But, uh, RidgeWallet.com. If you're looking for a great Christmas gift, get yourself an RFID-proof titanium uh, wallet. It's very sharp, very fashionable, very minimalist. Um, it, it, it looks sharp. It's got a clip. It's a money clip. It's a, And all it does is carry credit cards and, and uh, a little bit of cash. That's it. Uh, my only complaint about it is that it's metal. There's no give. So it's not really one that you'd put in the back of your pocket because you have a hunk of metal constantly agitating your ass. Um, it's one that you put on your belt. It's got a clip. <clears throat> or something you put into a side pocket on your jacket. Uh, that's what they're for. Do I want to climb that? I don't see a place direct way up. None of it looks good. It doesn't look good. What do you mean it doesn't look good? It doesn't get to look any better than that. <sighs> All right, so we have uh, Ridge Wallet, Arrowhead Boxes. Um, God darn it, there's another two that just recently came on board, and I feel bad for not remembering them. Rise Cold Fire, Ridge Wallet. Oh! Uh, Barack Obama is afraid of Shell Atkinson. Uh, you can find that on Amazon. Um, he has very specific instructions as to what to read for the script. Um, and basically, what, what I would recommend is go to Amazon.com, search Barack Obama is Afraid of Cheryl Atkinson. And he wrote a book documenting uh, basically all the wrongdoing of the Obama administration. Um, paperback and Kindle. And uh, I keep hiking and adventuring so I don't have the script. I'll give him an extra month free. Matter of fact, for the most part, if you ever advertise on the Clary Online Media Empire, probably the worst thing I'm at is advertising, uh, because as you may have noticed, I'm always adventuring about, so I don't have my computer in front of me, and so I usually give people like at least a month free of advertising. Like, yeah, just pay for one month, and I know they'll get it. Yes, yes, for all my sponsors, I will be doing the Cappy the Whore 4 video. Um, I just don't want to do it with my crappy camera. I want to do it with my good camera, which is back at the Northern Command. Someday, someday, Cappy will leave Minnesota. I will leave Minnesota. And I'll have my Southern Command and Northern Command. And they'll have all the gear and equipment of equally high value. Everyone keeps complaining about the video quality. <laughs> not Coach Red Pill, guys. I'm not Coach Red Pill. Keep telling you that. And, and I'll tell you this. The amount of time that guy spends on editing his videos is more time than he does recording it. That is a huge time investment he does. And it pays off. It pays off. He has great audio and visual quality. And his, um, his, his recording is better. Uh, someone, someone pointed out to me, you think, oh, you think uh, Stefan Molyneux doesn't goof up when he speaks? I'm like, no, I thought he was just flawless. He's like, oh, no, no, they're editing that. And, uh... But you get a superior product. You do. You get a very superior product, a nicer finished product. And I just don't have the time. Coach Ripple, he, you know, I don't think he has the time. I can understand why he took a, a month off. You know, that guy's got a real job. Uh, but all he has to do is put together two videos a week. You know, some kind of sermon and then his podcast with that doctor he has on. Uh, I got to do... God... 6, 20, say 25 videos a week? You know how long it would take to upload and render that high quality video? Doesn't happen. I mean, look, I, even I gotta combine my hiking 
with podcasting to make my, my time budget work. Almost makes everything a tax deduction because I'm always constantly working. Oh, alright, let's get a we got a bird's eye view here. Is that what I was trying to climb up? That's what I was trying to climb up. Why am I way the hell over here? What the hell? Hang on, let me get a different view. You guys like hiking with Cat? Look, when we went golfing with Cappy, you see what a lazy fuck he is just milling in like this? <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to climb. Is that where the trail goes? <sighs> do I want to do that? I'm not joking. It's What time is it? It is. It's one o'clock. I have about two and a half hours before I have to get back to the car. Although there's a pretty full moon out, so I could use some moonlight to hike. I just don't like it. It's cold out here real quick. <sighs> you know what? I'll explore it. I'll explore it so that the next time I come up here... I'll have full energy. <clears throat> Someday I'll find the trail. Won't get lost in moan and wail. However that song goes. <sighs> Who else do we have for sponsors? Um, <clears throat> let's do the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. I know I said I wasn't going to do sponsors on the Older Brother Podcast, but... I'll shoot. I'll do a shout out to these guys. Uh, we have O'Shea Jackson. If you guys are listening to this podcast, you probably you probably like all these podcasts. So if you're looking for something new, try them. Financial Survival Network with Kerry Lutz. He is Uncle Kerry. He's a big, tall. I wouldn't say old. He's old-ish. He's in his fifties. A big, tall New York Jew in Florida, and he's he's great. He should, I was on his show not too long ago, and. Um, Definitely a different cat, you know, divorced, has kids, did his own thing, and you know, for an old-timer, quote-unquote, he took to this internet thing real good. I mean, real, he's got hustle. Definitely, him and Glendon Cameron, I would love to see those two chat. <coughs> Glendon Cameron, by the way, check out his site. Uh, Erica Williams. Who else? Oh, Rich Hooper, how could we forget? Entrepreneurs in Cars. How's that, how's that weather there, Rich? I don't even know if Rich listens to the podcast. That's the problem. Is do you listen to this guy? You listen? To, no, don't have time. Don't you like him? No, I like him just fine. He's a great guy. I just I, I just don't have time. It's just not. There's only so much time in the world. I gotta do my own shit too. I mean, think about it. it, it you know what? It's really like like let's say you were a pastor, you know, and you're in some town, and within a 50 mile radius, there's 12 other churches. Do you think after doing a sermon, you know, early service, mid and, and late service, uh, people could, hey, did you listen to Reverend So-and-so? They, you know, it comes from the same fucking Bible. No, I didn't listen. I don't want to listen to any more sermons. I just got done doing one. I, I, I did it three times. I hurt myself. I don't need, I don't need another one. Well, why, do you hate Reverend Jones? No, I don't hate Reverend Jones. We're going golfing later. <clears throat> I just, I just, you know, I want to take a break. It's another thing why I'm trying to push the envelope of the red pill. We could get a lot of requests. I, I know you guys want to find love and get married. It's Guys, it's not going to... You have to accept the fact... This is where the, the new frontier is, you know? This is where the, 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 the latest and greatest is. And when you want to get your master's degree in red pillology or whatever, um, you got to get to this frontier. <clears throat> where you've accepted these givens that, you know, especially for the younger, because it's a changing game constantly. Baby boomer women are not Gen X women. Gen X women are not millennials. Millennials are not Gen Z. And depending on your generation, the, the rules and technology and everything changes. But the latest trend I'm seeing, and we're talking about red pill as it pertains to women, um, you're most heavily vested in women when you're younger. Because that's when your hormones are going. All right, this looks like this is the trail. Hang on. This looks like it. Maybe I could do this and not go the long way around. Well, let's see where it leads. And even in in some regards, you could see some guys, just because they're older doesn't mean they're they're necessarily veterans. Um, uh, and this is not to besmirch Rich Cooper, but he's freshly divorced. Adam Pigott's freshly divorced. I'm sure they are going down a spur that Terrence Pop has gone down 
uh, long ago, and he could probably finish their sentences for them, and everyone has to blaze their own trail. What I'm trying to do is, all right, these are the newest developments, here's the newest data, this is how the latest generation of young people are acting. What does it tell me? And I know you guys in your late 20s and early 30s, oh, I did it wrong, I want to find a girl. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm looking at it, I think one of the lessons to draw is it didn't get better, it just got worse. I mean, a lot of women don't want to get married, guys. They don't want to, they love their career more than they love anything else. They love their education more than they're capable of loving a, a husband or children. And they're, 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 I was even talking to Seth Himes, and he was talking about, what was it? it his mother ran into a, a group of girls and they, they said that they wanted to, either they said or they were getting married and having kids. And his mom was actually pissed, like, we blazed the trail so you wouldn't have to get married and have kids. It's like, what? You know, that's, that's the baby generation, baby boomer generation talking. They didn't want kids or, you know, that was bad. Marriage and kids was bad. And, and, and uh, you know, now some of them dare to not avail themselves of, of work of slave labor and paying taxes. <laughs> they dare to stay home and enjoy raising little shits. Could you imagine what young women today... I mean, and they are. You can, you can see it, guys. You can see it. And that's why I want to push the boundaries. Like, th- this is old... Not even, I would say, old hat. <clears throat> it's classical studies by now. We've established it. This has been, what, 15 years in the making. We have canon. We have the general rules and principles. <clears throat> And then I would like to move on. And not in a way that feminism moves on where they find new ways to be victims. But taking in what's happening and saying, okay, guys, here's, here's the latest. Or, okay, what do you do in a world where there are no women? I mean, there are women, yeah. But what do you do as a guy when you're genetically programmed and you personally, consciously want to get married and have kids? What if that's not on the table? map. Oh, here. No. Come on. So I know you guys, you know, there's what you want and then there's what you're going to get and I'm trying to advance guys thinking to accurately and realistically assess what is in the realm of feasibility in your life and to not waste your precious time and resources chasing something that isn't likely to happen. Here we go. Here we go. This looks like it. Okay, there's the pass there. I'll have to go back up there. You know what? I'm going to do this. This peak. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to defeat Space Marcus. Marcus. I'm going to need two hands, though, because I'm going to have to climb a little bit. All right, that's it for the Older Brother podcast. Sorry for the previous podcast, for those of you that did tune in. What is today? Today is Wednesday. Thursday, I take the bus back home. Still excited about that bus ride. Uh, Yeah, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. No one's going to be doing anything. I'm just going to fly back. I get some good golf now that I think about it. I wonder if the golf courses are open. How many old men want to get away from their wives and kids? <laughs> it will be open enough. It'll be open enough. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, listen, here's the deal. If you like the show or you want to help out Cappy, the simplest way to do that is go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Look for the Amazon banner. Click on it and do all your Christmas shopping there this upcoming Thanksgiving weekend. If that's too complicated for you, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. And there's three options you can help out the channel, only uh, only one of which will actually help you, and that is the Amazon Affiliate Program, which is the same link. It's just easier to remember that URL, I guess. Um, and then uh, the other two are donations, Patreon and PayPal, of which I, I will take donations, but just to let you know, you won't get anything. What I would really prefer is you guys do all your future online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. That, that is the best because it doesn't cost you anything. It helps me out. We're just taking money from uh, good old Jeff Bezos. So if you don't like uh, liberal commies and you want to take the money away from them, you want to take money out of Seattle, 
Do you hate, do you hate communism? Fight back by using my Amazon affiliate program. Uh, and that's it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.